This is the Marcus Lee Podcast. Unbreakable. Thank you for tuning in. And this was the show, The New Negro. But we have changed the name up and got the same person. But we're about to go international. Thank you for all you people listening in and got me here. And that's the reason why I want to send out my name on my show. This is the Marcus Lee Show. It used to be the uh, the, um, the New Negro. But thank you guys for listening. Just want to say love you. And uh, I got something. A black man was killed, murdered on the street. I want y'all listening in. for his role in the death of an unarmed black man in the American city of Minneapolis that sparked days of unrest. A police station was set on fire overnight and officers have been firing tear gas and rubber bullets. Donald Trump tweeted that thugs were dishonoring George Floyd's memory, but Twitter accused him of glorifying violence with a post that said, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Our North America correspondent Nick Bryant's report contains some distressing images. Fires of fury fires of frustration. Phrases from the civil unrest of the 1960s that apply once more in 2020 America. For the third night running, parts of Minneapolis were burning. This a police station overrun and set ablaze. For protesters, it had become a landmark of racial injustice. They believe that an unarmed African-American, George Floyd, was murdered by the police. To bolster this wall of Minneapolis local officers and to quell the protests and scattered looting, the state's Democratic governor sent in the National Guard. He called the unrest unacceptable, but recognized there was a lot of pain and anger. This was the spark for America's latest racial firestorm. A white police officer filmed kneeling on the neck of George Floyd. Despite him pleading, he could not breathe. Tonight, the SAC police officer Derek Chauvin was charged with third-degree murder and manslaughter. And this video from a different angle showed other officers also pinning George Floyd to the ground. Do you mind telling me why I'm under arrest, sir? This morning on live television came what was widely seen as another act of racial injustice. The police handcuffing an African-American correspondent from CNN who was simply reporting on the overnight disorder. Donald Trump initially called the video of Mr. Floyd's death shocking but went on Twitter to describe the protesters as thugs, adding that when the looting starts, the shooting starts. That prompted the social media network to attach a warning to the tweet, saying it violated the company's rules about glorifying violence. As the unrest in Minneapolis triggered protests in other cities, America's first black president, Barack Obama, issued a statement saying racial injustice had become painfully and maddeningly normal and shouldn't be anymore. Yet the past has always shaped the present in U.S. race relations, and a country already confronting a health and economic crisis is now in the midst of another racial reckoning. Nick Bryant, BBC News, New York. Times is tough for everybody, man. Times is getting crazy for everybody. It is absolutely unbelievable, the murders and the horrible, horrible life style that these children have to see every day it's almost like turning on the news and they're watching man they're watching a scary movie man like it's it's 
It's unbelievable. So hold those kids you have every night and tell them you love them and everything is going to be all right. And at the same time, hold yourself and your wife or husband and let you guys know each other it's going to be all right. And if you don't feel that's enough, you get on here and listen to me and I'm going to let you know that I love you because I do. Don't nothing make you feel better when someone tell you that they love you and that they're proud of you. This is the Marcus Lee Podcast. And I am me. I'm free at last. I'm free at last. And I'm unbreakable, baby.